Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another percent of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives and varying skill range. I am the elite of this episode. Andrew, with me are Jackal, Keith. Hello. Sorry about that noise. <laughs> yeah, we forget to have your mic ready. And with us are Grunt, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, we had a list of requests. So thank you so much, Mythical Maker, who recommended that we played Halo Infinite. So I know before we were kind of doing the Halo games in order, but... I really wanted to do Halo Infinite, so we had a list of requests, so screw it, we're jumping to it. But uh, Halo Infinite is brought to you by 343 Industries, and this is going to be your guys' first Halo from 343. And then real quick, before we get more into this, most of our listeners are Spotify listeners, so I already know I am going to have a poll on our Spotify on this episode. I want to ask you, the audience, do you think 343 Industries should still continue with the Halo franchise? But let's get into this. Uh, Liz, so this is your first 343 Halo. Was this a gamer pass for you? I mean, it's Halo. It's a game for me. I The story, there's something about the story that didn't quite captivate me. Is yeah. that the word I want to use? Captivate? That just. I, I mean, that's putting it lightly. I don't, I don't think <laughs> I like that word. Whatever. Um, there's something about it that uh, was a little lackluster, but I still really enjoyed it. And this is a game that I... 100% would rather play multiplayer. And I feel like there's not a lot of games that I say that. Um, well, you mean play co-op. Yes, that's what I mean. Play co-op. Because you didn't play competitive multiplayer. Because a lot of times, like, I don't care either way. Like, I'm still having fun. And, um, but yeah, this is this is definitely, for me, like, a game that it, if it's co-op, like, 100%, I'm down to play. So, I mean, I mean, you were saying the story is not captivating as putting it lightly. I... This is a game for me. This is unfortunately, in my opinion, the best 343 Halo, which even it being the best 343 Halo does not beat the worst Bungie Halo. It's there's still a lot of issues, but overall I think this is the best 343 Halo. It it's still it is a lot of fun. They finally recently added co-op. The co-op is a lot of fun. This game has its moments, but yeah, its story is just is not good. I not a fan of its story. The multiplayer at its core is fine, but it is very lackluster. If you haven't played Halo 4 or 5 and you are jumping straight into Halo Infinite, I think you can get away because you'll be confused by the story. But don't worry. Even us veterans who have played this game are confused by the story. It's kind of out there, so don't worry too much. If you're just looking for a new fun type of Halo, it's good, but don't worry about the story. So, I think we all know where I stand on Halos. I don't I don't have any problem with them, but I'm just I'm not a Halo fan. I don't love Halos. I don't get excited for new ones. I just go, "Oh, cool, a new Halo and and I kind of carry on with my life." So that's that's about <laughs> how I feel about most Halos. I think I might but have played pretty different. Halo 4. Well, you're cutting me off, Andrew, if you would let me finish uh my intro I here. I will not. What I was, what I would like to finish saying, is that despite this being a Halo, I actually really enjoyed this a lot more than I expected to. Because, for me personally, I don't think it feels like a Halo game really at all, aside from the weapons. And so I guess that's really the core of it. And you know, classic, classic interior. We will get to this. Um, but I think the fact that it didn't feel like Halo to me is what I liked the most about. Halo Infinity. Infinite. 
Wait, so are you guys? I oh, so it's was game. I not paying attention? Did you guys, oh, it's a game. Sorry, I, didn't, I, I don't think well, I said it. I wasn't sure about Andrew cast. either. Yeah, so I was like, you, I was the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention then. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Wait, I wanted to ask you, Andrew, why did you want to pick this Halo game? We skipped over the other ones. Because, like I said, so Halo Infinite is kind of supposed to be a bit of a soft reboot for 343 Industries. You know, they created Halo 4 and 5, which 4 had a decent campaign, awful multiplayer. 5 had an abysmal campaign, but a good multiplayer. This one had a mediocre campaign, a mediocre multiplayer. So, like, since their Halo 4 and 5 weren't really received well, they kind of created Infinite. They wanted this one to be the new platform. They wanted to keep growing Halo Infinite and they kind of wanted to do a kind of a soft reboot. So this was meant to be kind of a Halo where newcomers can jump in, not really play the numerous other Halo games and still kind of get what's going on. I don't think they succeeded that well with it um, because we'll obviously get into it. But I was curious to see if this, you guys not having played the other Halos. I mean, Keith's obviously not been paying attention to the story anyway, so... He doesn't really matter. And then, well, you have been, but I was curious to see if you could kind of get what's going on having not played the other Halos. They kind of recapped a bunch. A little bit. I mean, a little bit. Well, they didn't really go too much into it. So, like, I obviously knew about Cortana and the rings and stuff. But I feel like it would be very confusing if I hadn't played Halo before. Okay. And here's the thing. I take offense to that, not paying attention to the story. I know full you well openly admitted it. that Halo 1, Spaceman Go Shoot, Alien Die. <laughs> Halo 2, Spaceman Go Shoot, Alien Die. Halo 3, etc. I, I know the story, Spaceman Go Shoot. See, that's just rude. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, I can just hear Halo fans screaming through my headset right I, now. I'm trying not to scream at you. It's just like you are missing so much. But uh, so getting into the story of Halo Infinite, uh, it takes place loosely after five, you know, the humans finally find uh, another Halo, a big war ensues. You don't quite know how it happens, but intro starts where Master Chief essentially gets defeated, tossed out into space. You are picked up by a lost Marine who's been drifting there for quite some time and he wants to get home. But you being Master Chief says you can't go home. You got to shoot the bad guys. Overall, though, I want to know, so what would you guys think of this story? I mean, at the very beginning, I knew that this wasn't the end of Master Chief. So for me, when it came to like the, that scene and stuff, it's just like, I know he's going to be okay. Well, you say that, but you didn't, well, I guess you didn't play Halo 5, but Halo 5, they were kind of hinting at that they were going to get rid of Master Chief. And replace him with a different person. And needless to say, that did not go well with the community. Yeah, no, I would be very upset. People and were very upset. That's will, why they quickly scrapped it. I will <laughs> say the Marine that rescued him, Echo, was it? I yeah, really Echo, liked him. Yeah. Um, and also, like you told me later on that, they're, they, like, that the story gets sad, which I would not have liked. I didn't finish the game. Um, I get very distracted in games like these. But I so for me like I think the the main reason why I didn't get crazy into the story is the villain was just so ridiculous. I did not realize how awful the villain was until you pointed it out. It it was it was like almost silly where it's just like over and over again talking about I'm gonna kill you. This is the last face yes. you're gonna see, and I'm just like. Well, that was the different villain. The very beginning when he said that, yeah. that was a different. Yeah, that was no. Patriarch, he said it again right? too. 
Oh, yeah, okay. No, so you're right with like the last feature you're gonna see, but it was a similar threats from the other guy yeah, though. It's yeah. a, it's I'm sorry, it's tomato tomato. <laughs> it's it's you know threats worded differently, but it's still just like you know I'm yeah. gonna kill you and like this. I daffed out when he was talking a bunch of times. I was yeah. just like, oh, he's still talking, and uh, and so yeah, that was kind of I think what kind of made me not like the story as much. I, I don't. Which is weird. There. I mean, they're like a warrior race of aliens or whatever, basically. All, all they do is care about killing. So, I mean, it, yeah. it, it is lame. I'm not I'm not fully defending it, but I don't know. I mean, they're it, called brutes. Yeah, yeah, they're brutes. <laughs> they're the banished. It just, I don't know. It, it feels like it's just, it fits their character to not really be the, the best with words. And they're more just like, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to use my weapons to speak for myself. Yeah, and the main villain that has like COPD, so every breath just <laughs> it's just like okay. But I never noticed it until you said it, Liz. Literally, there's a lot of cutscenes of him just on a hologram. I will destroy you. Now sit there for three minutes as I keep talking about how I will destroy you. Well, you so go to like another area. I Here I am again. That. In case you forgot, I will destroy you. And it's just like okay, dude. Question about that though: Is it a hologram or is it like a? Like a call, because it sounds like he's like talking to you live, yeah. right? It's not. It's not yeah. like a recorded he can hologram. See you. Okay, that's that yeah, was because he knows you're there. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was gonna say I was like I didn't know if it was just like a recorded hologram. And I was like, well, that's a weird chance that you just popped up upon that. I guess it's like just <laughs> just waiting for you. Like, yep, ever, he's like, in case you blow up this thing, let me pre-record a message, like a I, voicemail. Have you ever thought about this from an NPC perspective? Like you're just one of thousands and thousands and thousands of aliens who just walk around being like, oh, Master Chief's just gonna show up and ruin our day. Like <laughs> we're just, we're just. I don't know. There's so many others. Can you go for them? But no, it's gonna be me. He's gonna find me. He's gonna come into my building. There's one guy I... running, <laughs> just destroying everyone's day. The guy is just like the janitor. Like, come on, man. Like, not here, please. But See, I think. I... I always think it's funny that like you constantly get people that are like, I'm going to be the one that beats you. And it's like, you've killed like hundreds of thousands of aliens at this point. Like, come on, man, just well, step aside. Also, he keeps trying to kill him over and over again. Like with like what he does with the building and yeah. stuff where like, you know, I accidentally didn't jump out and he didn't kill me. <laughs> but how many times are you going to try to kill Master Chief and you're still so cocky? Like, that's the thing where it's just like, I mean, if you're a warrior, wouldn't you be embarrassed and stop running your mouth and actually get there? You know, he's there. Are you like? Is he afraid? Like so that that's why for me I'm just like that didn't make sense either. Where it's just like he's this big strong guy, but he's he knows he's there, but he's not going there. They actually do kind of explain that in the story, though. They do. Yeah, but yeah, I I hated the writing for this game. No, 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 because there is a lot of one-liners in this. I'm just like Andrew. Did they really just say that? And he's like, I got chills. I got chills. Oh, I was joking. I I always like I love the voice actor Steve Downs. I think does a great job with Master Chief. I, I always just kind of joke a little bit about that. Uh, no, because at the beginning during the cutscenes and stuff, you said you had chills. So were you, were you, really, you were joking the entire yeah. time? Oh my gosh. I will say, because I mean, the opening cutscene where Master Chief is just like, no, kicks open the door and then goes flying through space. That just like sequence and visual was awesome. Like I was, yeah. I was super jazzed when that was happening. I was like, okay, I can get into this. Um, but that wasn't really a story. It was just a really cool action sequence that they put together. 
See, and I think that's what 3438 does, has been doing well with Halo. I think they have some amazing cutscenes. Like the opening of Halo 5, awesome. Rest of the game is not, but like <laughs> they do a really good job with these cutscenes and graphics. They do a great job. I think 343 needs to get rid of all their writers. I I think they are so bad at writing, and they've showed it even more so with the Halo show. The Halo show is so bad. I I don't want to get into it. I'm trying not to be mean because I know some people have enjoyed the show, but I hated hated that show so much. Well, even um, the hologram that replaces or whatever she is that replaces She's the Cortana. Yeah. yeah, the weapon that replaces Cortana. I can't imagine like a program being wired to talk that way. Like it just didn't make sense to me. Well, it's an AI, so like they're supposed to be kind of. I just I, I I wasn't convinced. So this is one of my biggest complaints with three four three's writing. And that's been the case since Halo 4. I don't think 343 knows what AIs are. Like, they keep making up these weird rules, but they aren't but they aren't explained. Like, three, four, like a, an AI is just a program. Master Chief, you know, stores Cortana in a chip in his head, and he's able to transfer to pedestals, stuff like that. But 343 randomly is just like, oh, yeah, they can kind of sometimes walk out. I feel like they think they're Pokemon. Like... Ah, you know, I have Cortana in this ship and I can throw her out kind of thing. And now she's a person because like in Halo 4, Cortana can create like a magical bubble that protects Master Chief. In this one, she's apparently walking around and it's interacting with the bad guys and kind of does her own thing. It's just weird. I'm like, these rules make no sense when it comes to AI. Well, question. I'm sure no one else really complains about it. I just don't get what they're doing with AI. I mean, I just assumed time had passed and it was new technology. Like, I I, but it's I, not no, explained. No, true. And, I, and and then again, this is coming from my Space Mango shoot story of Halo, not actually knowing any of the lore. My assumption has just been that, that time passes and it's like new technology. And that's kind of the unspoken how it happens, I guess. Like nobody really talks about it because, I don't know, they don't want to sit there and be like, okay, and then here's where they developed this whole thing. And I don't know. Why bother creating lore it's, about new technology being developed? It just happens. That's how technology But it's works. weird because, like, they also try to reminisce of it being, like, how it was. Because at the beginning, Master Chief looks at the, the chip and it's empty. It's blank. Cortana's not there anymore. You know, so he can't throw her out, like I said, like a Pokemon. I choose you, Cortana. It's just, it's, I don't know. It makes no sense, like, what they do. Apparently, she could just walk around and do whatever. But I, I was it. more talking about, like, her personality. Like, did Cortana, I can't remember. Did Cortana, like make the jokes that this one is like okay it wasn't just me i she seemed very jokey and and even like yes, master chief yeah. back and forth it was like a weird like buddy cop banter between them that i don't i don't know maybe i just never paid attention but i always thought it just didn't fit i guess i didn't that i, I didn't felt the same way well i liked it because to me she seemed like the character she's like the ex- exposition of new people Cause she'll ask questions like who are the banished? What's this? What's this? So an AI, when they're made, like this is how the halo lore is. They usually last about seven years. They learn, they learn themselves to death. Eventually they learn so much information that they're like programming can't handle anymore. And they just like basically self-destruct. That's kind of what's supposed to happen with Cortana. So this one, the weapon is brand new. So she doesn't really know anything. The only thing she knows is this ring. She was created to eliminate Cortana who was supposed to be on this ring. But then she was supposed to self-destruct. Yes. So as but AI... something prevented her. Oh, I thought she chose not to. No. She she wants to get deleted because that's her programming. But something is preventing her from getting deleted. 
Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, that's why she is kind of weird and goofy. It's because she's essentially like a newborn. She doesn't know anything. So she kind of makes jokes and is learning things. Okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. Because, like, I know, yeah, when you first meet the bandit, she's like, oh, well, they stink. And, I don't know, they have the whole explanation of how she doesn't smell, but she smells things or whatever. Through sensors, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she her picking up on sarcasm, like yeah, she made comments. I liked her. I thought I thought I didn't dislike her. I'm just saying, like it didn't seem like a natural fit. Yeah, I I I liked it though because I'm I'm glad it just wasn't. Hey, it's Cortana and it's the exact same personality. Like it's something new. Well, I mean, when you when you paint the lore around it, like from my perspective, it makes a whole lot more sense. And I'm like, all right, I can. I can get more on board with it because I, I like I definitely was on the same page as Liz where it just seemed weird and off-putting. But I guess if there's a reason behind it, I can accept it a little more. Oh, you guys found it off-putting? Maybe not off-putting, but it just I don't know. It just seemed weird. I don't know because because the thing is, is the grunts are always hilarious. It, I think that's yeah. like a, a always thing about Halo. But I just I don't remember things being very comedic in Halo. And so to have her like cracking jokes and stuff seemed just out of place. Which I think that's what you said, Liz, right? Or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it just didn't it's, and maybe it's because she kinda of reminds me of someone that I can't quite place. Like I can't figure out who who she reminds me of. But there's just the way she talks sometimes, I was just like this this doesn't seem right. But like I said, I don't dislike her. It just like I just thought it was an odd fit. See, I think this is at least where three four three did the best writing was with each of the characters, because I mean, as you've said, Keith, you know, Master Chief is space shooting man. Like he doesn't say much. He's a very quiet, stoic kind of guy. In this one, they kind of humanized him a little bit more. But this is what I like. You know, you have Master Chief who's very dry, straightforward. I got to do the mission. I'm gonna do it. Here I go. So then you have the weapon here, who's kind of meant to lighten the tension. And then you have Echo, who essentially is the humanized version of, like, he's basically human. I want to go home. I want to see my family. He was just very stressed the whole time. Yeah. And I felt like, like, I feel like the actor that um, that voiced him was amazing. I wish they had done more with him that made, uh, that made me want him to be on the screen more. Because, yeah. like, when I knew he was going to be on the screen, it was just like... Now we're gonna hear about. He wants to go home and yeah, he's scared. Yeah, here's a little, whiny, a little Yep, whiny. and I felt like with that good of a voice actor and stuff, like they really could have made a, a I don't want to say better character, but a more likable character. I get why he wanted to, why he wanted to leave. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's just like you're stuck here. Just you know, yeah, make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I I can't say I blame him. It, it's kind of like. I mean, I don't, I don't go out anymore. But back when I used to like go out to bars and stuff, <laughs> it, you'd have that one friend who was like, "No, we're we're staying until till they shut down." And you're like, what? but no, it's it's like eleven, and I would like to be home in bed, and and that's kind of what happened to Echo. Like he finally was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go home," <laughs> and then Master Chief was, "No, no, come on, bud, let's go." Well, but he's like, they're in danger, and you, what we're doing here is going to potentially save them. So for me, that's why I didn't get why he was still harping on about it. But I mean, he comes then, eventually. yeah, he does give some information about himself, about like, I, I feel like he um, is kind of mad at himself. Um, but I'm trying not to give things away. Oh, this is the first for you. So I get it. <laughs> But yeah, that's why it's just like I felt like the three of them, they didn't have a good chemistry, a good dynamic going on. 
And I feel like usually when there's only three characters that the, a game is focusing on, besides like the villain, you kind of need that. See, I thought they did. Okay. I, I thought I thought each of their personalities were so different. And so like it played better with the story and the emotions and me kind of caring about these characters. Like I said, I do agree. I think Echo is a little whiny sometimes. He just pops in on your radio just once again whining about wanting to go home. And it's just like, okay, man, I get it. I get it. So I don't know. I, I thought they played well with each other. But yeah, the villain, like you said, just was very forgettable. Especially too, and like they of course are adding a whole nother species, the endless, which is completely just nonsensical and just uh, another thing that always kind of irritates me, uh three four three really expects you to dig into the lore to understand the story, which is really annoying. Because like I said, with Halo 5, there was so much going on that it was like, oh, if you read this book or this story or this comic, you would know this reference. But it was like important information. And it's just like, oh, well, I'm not going to go read it to figure it out. Like I need it to kind of be explained a little bit, even though like I enjoy the Halo series. But it's like, come on, like you can't just expect me to dig through every lore. And so there's a lot of audio logs and the audio logs, I think, were good. There's just so many of them. And there's a lot of it explaining the side stories because in Halo 5, there was a bunch of other Spartans and it's just like, oh yeah, there's audio logs explaining where they are now. It just, I don't know. I thought the audio logs were way too many. And it just, there's so much lore that I don't care to dig for. It's like, give me just a good story in front of my face. Do you think that they just wanted to put out another Halo and the story was just kind of more an afterthought or do you think that they're a little because, bit well because what you're saying is like you know you have to dig through the lore so they obviously know a lot about halo so i'm assuming they're they're no fans. it's like new lore that they're making up oh they're making yes oh, okay so yeah that's why i'm just like i'm curious your thoughts on that well obviously you got to keep going halo has been microsoft's biggest franchise but not so much ever since you know the bad stuff that's been going on with it so did they are they trying to put we're pushing it out no because it was quite some time from halo 5 like it was about time for a new halo to come out so i don't think it was rushed or anything like that this game also was delayed quite a lot because there was issues and even then when it got launched it still had issues does so, the show have the same voice actor who the sh- does the show have the same voice actor the only one is cortana yeah well steve downs the guy who voices master chief is like 74 so He's obviously not going to be an actual physical actor, but Cortana actually she reprises her role, and they actually have her. But do they show his face? Yes, in the Halo show. Yes. Oh, nice. He has a, he he has a sex scene. They show his butt more than they like. I, I swear to show his face. I thought why why are they showing his face? I don't know. They did the very first episode. They wanted to remind people that this is this is not the Master Chief you like. This is our Master Chief. It's dumb. Uh, I can't it's, imagine it with a different voice. Oh I can't. man, it's. I could go on a whole episode of what I don't like about the show. <laughs> I didn't mean to get it started. It's real bad. Because, like, even too, like, this is why I think 3 4 they needs to leave. Because they were like, oh, the Halo show, it's meant for new people and old people. Like, people who love the series and people who don't know anything about the series. No, the show's not for anyone. The writing is so poor. It's just, it's all over the place. I'm, sorry, I'm trying not to be mean, but after watching the Last of Us TV show, and I'm just like, this is how you do a video game TV show. And then we got sticking Halo on Paramount. The new season's coming out soon. God, I can't, can't believe they're having a second season of that show. See, I'm glad, anyway, I, I'm, let's get... I'm, glad I'm not so into Halo that I'm so this let down by it. 
No, because like I said, even even if you didn't like Halo and you just saw it as a sci-fi show, it's not a good sci-fi show. It's just it's all over the place. But uh, I mean, I feel like we're talking pretty negatively about the story, but I think that all of us have some things we like about the gameplay. Yes. So this is where I think Halo does shine the best. Halo Infinite shines the best because, you know, the first and foremost, the big important thing, with Halo Infinite, they add a grappling hook. I feel like you could add a grappling hook to any game. It just makes it so much better. I kept forgetting that I had it. I know, which was blowing my mind. <laughs> it's the funnest thing in the game. And you're like, oh, you're just sitting there walking. I was I'm like, like you should grappling How did you get up there? Yeah. And it's like, again, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was taking so many clips. I felt like I was doing so many cool things with it. I would like I know. grappling hook into a slide going under things. I was I was all proud of myself. Oh, yeah. Was and Liz is sitting here walking like a chump. I just had videos of me doing really bad driving. I got some bad driving ones with Andrew too, but yeah, the driving, I showed Andrew one. It was pretty rough. I think the driving is a little difficult for me in this game. Yeah. I think you know that aspect of it, but um, yeah. So the gameplay, the big changes with this, you know, as we said, there's new equipment. You got the grappling hook, you have a drop shield, uh, thrust and a ping system. And this game is also now open world, which is a very big change for a Halo game, which I actually enjoyed the open world aspect. I liked it, but I feel like I tend to like things more linear because this is a game where I get so distracted by side missions and stuff, which is great, but we only have a certain amount of time to play in a week. And I know I'm not going to, you know, be able to do everything. And as much as I like doing the main missions, like I just really enjoyed the side missions. So yeah, I felt like I was constantly being like, oh, I shouldn't do that. I, I just like how you said that, Liz. Like we're only allowed to play five hours of it. Like we have to shut it <laughs> off at five hours. Like nope, that's, that is all I play. Oh no, I, I I'm, meant I'm just, we're, I'm just we only you. have a certain amount of time. I worded that wrong. And yeah, we only <laughs> have a certain amount of time during the week to well, play it. And that makes sense because same but i yeah it was just it made me laugh i I was just poking fun at you but i i loved the open world aspect of it that was honestly what sold me on like boy this is a lot of fun because when i when you first start it takes you through like a a fairly linear i felt like maybe i missed it but it it seemed like it's a very point a to point b halo mission i was like all right cool another halo game here we go and then it got into the open world part and i went oh i i like this and because Yes, I know this game has been out for how long now? And I... A little over a year. Never honestly looked into it enough to realize that it was an open world game. Because I probably would have given it a shot a lot sooner. Um, But I was was so much more into it when I found out that was the case. And I was having quite a bit of fun playing it. Yeah, the gameplay itself is a lot of fun. Like I said, the grappling hook, such fun moments. Being able to... Like, you're out of ammo, grapple a weapon on the ground. Boom, you instantly got it. Or... My favorite thing is grappling the explosive candidates and hucking them at a group of grunts and just seeing them all explode. That's It's a lot of fun doing that. Like That's a fun gameplay element. But my biggest complaint about the gameplay is the main story missions. So, yes, they, so they went for an open-world aspect. Like I said, it's a lot of fun. But I think by doing that, they sacrificed Halo moments. Like these epic, fun gameplay moments that has happened in every single Halo. You know... Like escaping an exploding building through a warthog, you know, fighting a scarab tank while you have on a mongoose while you have guys with rocket launchers on the back, you know, flying and taking over bases on a hornet. Like you had these fun, epic battle moments and there is none in Halo Infinite. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's yeah. these, it, almost every Halo has these super 
awesome, epic battles. But being an open world game, it's kind of like, oh, maybe you'll create these moments, which you kind of can't. Like, you do get to bring some allies, but nothing to, like, that epic of scale. So they could, but the thing is, they could have created those epic moments because when you do a main story mission, that's when it kind of turns back to the linear Halo point A to point B, do the objective, go through these tunnels, do these things. You could have had epic Halo moments, and there's none. Because there are Every, the Hornets. They could have done a lot with like the, yeah. the flying vehicles. Every Halo mission, like I forgot about it. When I was replaying it with you, Liz, I'm like, these all blend together. Mm-hmm. All of these missions are exactly the same. None of them were distinct to me. You get stronger enemies later yeah, on. Yeah, there's but... one you get a tank, but that's not, and it's kind of quick, not that worth it. Yeah, it was just, that's my biggest disappointment. See, my biggest pet peeve with the game and i guess i mean this is on me but when i was playing solo i really disliked that you couldn't change the difficulty mid-mission because i also kind of didn't understand when the missions like started and stopped yeah and so there was a boss that was like just really annoying and i was really struggling to beat him because i went in with weapons that weren't so great because i ran out of bullets i was just like oh i'll just grab this gun and then i was like oh crap it's a boss because <laughs> i mean there are are you talking Sorry. about the guy with the hammer Bassus? No. Oh, that guy gave me a. I don't. I can't even remember (laughs) what was distinct about him, to be honest. Oh, I think it was one of the first ones with like the sword, but the the the, he was invisible. There was a couple. Like there was like a a, kind of a boss that was invisible, but then there was like a little mini boss that was invisible. It's like the bigger boss. Uh, but anyway, I went into it with like the crappiest guns because I am very specific with the with the guns that I like because yeah. I like the BR, the Mangler. And then there was one amazing like electric gun that I wish the lightning rifle. It's that one. That one I liked. But there, there was another one that was so was like good. No. But it, it was one of the, like, the, there's, I think there's two different blue ammo guns. Yeah, there's two electric. The disruptor rifle, which is kind of a long two-handed one, and then one that was like a pistol. I don't know what it was, but I loved it, and I dropped it, and I, I couldn't remember what it was called. But anyways, so I, I couldn't change the difficulty, and I was kind of stuck. And so I just had to, you know me, I do not get satisfaction from trying to beat the same enemy over and over and over again. And so like, I actually took like, you know, TV show breaks. So I was like, I'd try like twice and be like, I can't. So then I'd put on some trashy TV and then I would go back to it. And um, so, yeah, that was my biggest annoyance. Cause uh, yeah, playing with you, I did fine. I was killing enemies. It's not like I was, you know, you know, bringing down the team or anything. Or yeah. I, I hope it wasn't. But you could wasn't. freely die without any consequences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when you when you die and you have to redo like the same area over and over and over again and kill the same enemies over and over and over again, like sometimes it would like leap you forward. So like you were in the middle of battle and it's like okay, so I don't have to kill those ten enemies over there anymore. But yeah, that's why I kind of wish that a very long-winded way of saying <laughs> that I needed an easier difficulty solo. But uh, Keith, I, I will tell you, uh, she did struggle with the hammer boss. That was the one I did with her. And Liz kept charging him. And I'm like, stop charging the guy with the mis- big hammer. Remember, it was the one that we fought. Like It was like a long hallway. And you kept dying. Like, I'm dead again. And I have to like zip away. To get you back I can't out. remember him. <laughs> there, there really weren't very fun yeah. enemies that I remember. But I do remember that there was an enemy that I kept dying. But at the same time, like I said, we're playing multiplayer. Why not go in guns yeah. blazing? And also, I always warned you if I died too yeah, so that true. you could get away. You also always warned me you threw a grenade. You went, bomb, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like you kept calling them bombs. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think I died to him maybe 40 times. 
it was because I because it was kind of a similar situation like you were talking about Liz with that invisible one I went in with I had just the assault rifle and the oh what is it the the Vlad Vladachenko is that what it's called or am I just completely making that up you completely make up that there was there was one the the new assault rifle the commando yeah, yeah, that's probably the actual right Wait, one. I made up a new. There's an assault it, rifle, a commando, and the BR. Yeah, the commando. I'm confused. I don't know, I don't know where I did came it, up with that. Did that boss have guns all around though? Yes. Yeah. He did, yeah, but yeah, it was cause... like plasma, like plasma pistols. It wasn't very good. But yeah, I mm. I walked in with those two guns, and one of them was empty, and I kept spawning with him right in front of my face, and he would just immediately charge me, and generally one hit me, so I had about two seconds to get away um it was it was not fun there was many points i considered how much i really needed my controller but then i also remembered i'm an adult (laughs) and i said i'm not gonna do that so i did i just walked away um but it was oh it was frustrating um i like that we both had to walk away but i i mean part of it part of it was i like had to walk away because it was like oh i have to go do school pickup or i don't know the baby is about to try and jump off of the table. Maybe I had to go for one of those reasons, but also, um, you know, <laughs> my controller's life was was being con- contemplated. So, you realize you're an adult and you have to pay for those controllers. Yeah, I was like, oh, geez, I, I, I actually paid for my video games when I was a kid too. At least I earned them in different ways. Like, I got a job one summer. That's how I bought my PlayStation too. Yep. But I want to ask you guys. So, so boss fights are new to this game. Do you think they were good? Already wish they were gone. I wanted more like memorable bosses. Yeah, and I also felt like I just—they're all samey to me. Yep. I, I can't remember what any of them looked like distinctly. They were like decorated brutes. I felt like at least for the ones I fought. I mean, they were bigger, meaner-looking, cosmetic-up versions of the the other enemies. Was kind of what it seemed like. Yep. I thought they were fine. Well, you fight other things. You you fight elites. You also fight a big sentinel. Well, like, that's what you I'm saying. fight other But yeah, still but still just like cosmetically changed upgraded versions of things you've already fought basically. But yeah. Either way, I I thought they were fine. I was I was only playing on normal. Um but which we were as well. But I didn't think they felt I mean, <laughs> I say they didn't feel overly difficult after I just talked about dying 40 times to one. But overall, I I didn't think, like, it was weird. I thought I was killing with ease, but I was dying with ease. Because especially in the (laughs) open world, there was just points where, more so than maybe some of the other Halos, I felt like I was getting swarmed, like, from all sides. And I wouldn't necessarily always catch my flank, and I would die a lot that way. But at the same time, I was just mowing down enemies, which is very Halo-like. So like that part was yeah. kind of fun. I I wasn't a big fan of the Halo bosses. Like, I, to me, they just, at, at the end of the day, like you said, Liz, they're not very unique. They just, they're just bullet sponges. Yeah. So like, it would always kind of slow down the gameplay of just, here's a big guy. just got to load clip after clip after clip into this guy. And hopefully he goes down finally. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't find him that unique. Some of them, like the final boss... It was a little more of an interesting fight, but still overall not great. I, I didn't care for him. I originally beat this game on hard. My very first time I played, I, I did hard, and I, I didn't think it was too difficult. The final boss gave me a little bit of issue. But I, yeah, I don't think... I don't hate the hate bosses, but I wasn't overall crazy about them. 
But yeah, did you also, so with the open world aspect too, they also added like an upgrade system where you can actually improve your equipment. Did you guys like that? Well, I also want to ask, did you use any other equipment besides the grappling hook? Um, I mean, I, I had the, the, uh, the transparency orb or whatever it was called. I would use it. What? I don't know. The (laughs) The thing, the thing that, yeah, I guess the ping, whatever helps you see. It would highlight enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I used it if there was invisible enemies sometimes, but honestly, I just really just kept the grappling hook and I just kept upgrading the grappling hook. So, yeah, yeah pretty much that. I didn't replace the grappling hook. And <laughs> honestly, I kept forgetting that I needed to do my upgrade. You, you forgot. <laughs> oh, I did yeah, the I told shield. You that. You had like yeah, five you, yeah, you did it a couple times um, telling me that I need to upgrade. I did it to the. Uh, shield a bunch because i i was struggling with that um but yeah i kept forget like i felt like when you did the um the scanning i mean it's great that it was there but i felt like it wasn't as useful like i think things i like by looking at them like i couldn't tell what they were especially at the beginning where it's just like you have this these like random like shapes and i'm just like that's not helpful except for like when you need to know where to go but yeah so i found it kind of well, the pinging thing I was shooting out, it also increases the damage received to the enemies that are in the ping. That's also why I was shooting it out sometimes. Gotcha. Oh, it let you do extra damage when you upgraded it. But, uh, oh, and yeah, I want to talk more about the co-op. So me and Liz played co-op. Keith, I'm assuming you didn't play with anyone. I did not play co-op. What did you think of the co-op, Liz? I liked it. I liked it better than playing solo. And not just because, you know, I needed your help with, in, you know, some areas, but... Um, it's it's a lot of fun. I like that there's friendly fire. Um, <laughs> there always is. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. What do you think? I liked it. Uh, I had a couple buggy issues. There was a couple times where I'm driving and I just hit this massive lag spike, and it would just like teleport me. There was one time I couldn't change my equipment, so all I had was the ping. Eventually, I died, and then it let me start to reselect my equipment. So I encountered some bugs. Uh, I didn't encounter any, I don't think. I'm curious if it's because you mostly hosted, so I'm curious yeah. if that was the issue. But uh, with, to explain, too, how the co-op works, because it says it, but I was really confused. We loaded a couple games, so we kind of figured out what was going on. So when me and Liz started, I started a new save file with Liz. So I was like, okay, we'll play together. But eventually I'd work. So Liz played on her own, on her own save file. So then when I tried to jump back into her game with the save file I was at... It essentially brought Liz back. So how the multiplayer works is when she selects the save file and I select the save file, whoever is the lowest, like the farthest, like has the least amount of stuff, it essentially loads their save file. So Liz completed two main story missions, but then when I loaded back on my file, she would essentially have to go back and do those two main story missions. And so all the things she collected, I didn't collect on my save file, so she would have to recollect them. She wouldn't get credit for it, but like it would be back in the world. So it's not like Liz could double stack on Spartan cores that she already collected. So when we figured that out, I just selected my save file where I beat the game. So therefore, it had all of Liz's progress to be what we were playing at. So even though I collected all the Spartan cores, freed all the soldiers, they were visible for me to do. But I wouldn't get like extra credit for it. So it was a little confusing. But once you kind of can figure out like what you're doing with it, it's it makes sense. And I actually kind of like the way they kind of did it that way. And I one thing that I... I'm a little confused about. So I thought that you said that if you get far enough away that I can like just teleport, teleport. to you. But that never happened for yeah, us. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure how that was working. 
I because at one point you just went ahead of me, and I was like, "Wait, where'd you go?" And he's like, "Oh, you'll you'll teleport." And then I never did though. Yeah, I was a good eight hundred kilometers. I think the game does eight hundred units. I, I I'm not sure if it's kilometers, but yeah, I was significantly far from her. And I thought most Halos, if you go a certain amount of distance, it teleports you. It does, I notice, in the main story missions. But if you're in the open world, I think you can go wherever you want. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I was not finding much of a restriction. It's just, if you fast travel, like if I selected a fast travel point, it would teleport her with me. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, that's, I don't know, that's kind of cool. But yeah, I, I don't know. I was perfectly fine playing solo. Like, I didn't feel like I knew. Until you got to a boss. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but I got it. I beat him. I, I kept trying and I beat him. Um, but it, I just, it it's a game where I can see co-op being fun, but if I didn't even have the option, and I didn't play it, obviously, but even if I didn't have the option, that wouldn't deter me from playing this any more than any other thing would. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you got this vibe, Andrew, but I think the thing that i liked the most is i constantly kept feeling like i was playing a halo version of shadow of war like i mean it's missing some of the elements obviously but the nemesis system and and honestly the nemesis system and i i kept wanting it i because i think liz you were talking about earlier like or one of you was about how when they kill you they're all like talking big game and all this stuff and i'm like man I want to then have this guy become a big bad guy. I want him to come attack me. Like, it could be so fun to play Halo Infinite with a nemesis system. Yeah, I, I actually recently been seeing memes about that. Uh, how Shadow of War they patented that nemesis system. Yeah, and, and now just, they don't do anything with it. They haven't done anything with it. It's it's almost infuriating because it's such a yeah. good system and it's so fun. And and this is a perfect example of a game that would highly benefit from it. And I feel like especially with like the whole, at least the lore that I picked up from what they were building about the Banished, that's exactly who the the type of group they were. I mean, they were basically the orcs from Middle Earth, but yeah, just in you're hundred percent right. If this if this game had the Nemesis system, well, if that was the case too, then are you, would you want a looting system then for Halo? I I mean, it could be more fun. I mean, at, at that point, it definitely it needs something more. But even if it was just in the way of like different um, things you could equip on your weapons and you could modify how they worked, like something like that maybe. But yeah, I think that would be fun. See, I, I don't like the villain system. I mean, I think it would be cool for the game, but I don't. I don't think I would uh, actually want it though. I see. I, I'm with Keith. I think I would want it. There is actually variance in this game. So I don't know if you've noticed, mm-hmm. every once in a while you'll, you can maybe get the assault rifle and it's like the long shot version. So it's something that actually has more range to it. You know, you can get a pistol that maybe reloads faster. There's a plasma pistol that does more damage but heats up faster. Like there are variants to the weapons that are in this game. So yeah, if they did a nemesis system, I think they could do a loot system as well of these unique guns that you're finding. That, that actually, I actually would love that. Somebody uh, get 343 on the phone. Tell him to give me a job. Well, Lord knows I need. I mean, one. it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's debating about whether or not three four three is still going to be carrying Halo. Three four three just recently got gutted. I think they lost about a third of their staff, which unfortunately, the staff I think that mostly got hit was like the art department, which is unfortunate because I that's the one thing I would praise <laughs> about Halo. I think their graphics are awesome. I think the cinematics are good. The overall world environments are good. Not I don't think as 
crazy, but I, I do like them. To me, like I said, the, the the writing department should have all got fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's but, reasonable. Uh, but I guess what is yeah. Warner Brothers up to? Uh, maybe maybe they, they want Halo. I don't know if Warner Brothers has ever done a first-person shooter, though. It's fine. I'm figure it out. But then again, neither did 343. Am I saying Warner Brothers? <laughs> yeah, Warner Brothers. As in, like, the movie studio? Oh, I know they do video games. Yeah, they did Shadow of War. Well, Monolith did, uh... Yeah, if oh. I'm right. It's Monolith that originally did it, but Warner Brothers was, like, one of the publishers and helped them with it. I mean, besides the cutscenes, which were, I feel like, graphically really great, I like the buildings. Like, when you're walking on those platforms and stuff, and I, it yeah. just seems so expansive. But obviously, like, I mean, it's open world, but it's not a crazy big world. I didn't really expect to have, like, different biomes and stuff. But no, Do you I, not remember the other Halos? The other Halos, even though you're on a ring, had biomes. No, but I, kind of, I can understand why they didn't. But I do kind of wish that the environments changed a bit. Yeah. No, that's one of my complaints is because when you played the other Halos, you had a jungle. You had a winter area. Like, they actually had different biomes. In this one, it's just kind of green pastures. Just yeah. over and over again. I, I wanted a bit more. And I know for me, the buildings got very samey. So I, I liked the war torn look of the overall environment. Like when you go to an area where, you know, Marines are pinned down, like I think they did a good job kind of conveying like, you know, there was a war here. The Banish just set up, you know, prison camps. Like I, I like that environment of it, but I wanted to see a little bit more than just green pastures and then gray hallways when you're in a building. Yeah. But they're very nice looking green pastures and gray hallways. <laughs> I mean, there's they have little creatures that are running around, so at least they got that going for them. There is but critters. the cinematics. The cinematics are fantastic. Like we haven't really touched much on the multiplayer, but they're trying to make the multiplayer kind of a continuing story, and they just came out with another recent cinematic, and it's gorgeous looking. Not a lot's going on. It's a lot of mostly dialogue talking, like it's not a big action talk like cutscene but what's there graphically is really really good looking but i think that's also to touch real quick on the multiplayer because so keys you played competitive right yeah you played with us back in the day oh long long ago i didn't i didn't pick any up for this but liz you didn't i did not so what did you think of the multiplayer keith i mean i was as good at it as i was at any halo um so <laughs> it was fine because i I just died a lot. All right. But yeah, I don't, I, I didn't have anything against it any more than any other one of them, but it's just, I, it's one of the biggest reasons that I honestly have never gotten into Halo is that despite the, the storyline being much of what people love about it, the multiplayer at its core is what makes Halo Halo. And I'm so bad at it. And so I've just never gotten into it. Yeah. See, I, I, the multiplayer I think is good. It was just, I think this is where Halo Infinite kind of failed. I felt like they were trying so hard to focus on the multiplayer that the single player kind of got left by the wayside. And that's why the writing's not that good. And some of the moments aren't as good. I felt like they were like, we need to focus mostly on the multiplayer. That's going to be the moneymaker. And they just felt short on it. Cause when the multiplayer came out, it was bare bones. And even now it's still pretty bare bones. Like you couldn't just select a slayer match. You had to do like a rank, like a, a mixed bag match. You know, sometimes you'll get a capture the flag mode. Sometimes you'll get a team death match. Sometimes you'll get it like a uh, domination mode. Like, and it was just a very unfortunate, like the whole point of halo, like you had a long day at work. I just want to play team slayer. I just want to shoot people in the face and that's what I want to do. But no, like 
the multiplayer is just so bare bones. And even now, it just is not doing much. The game's been out for a y- over a year now, and they're only on season three. Like, the seasons are so long. And it's like, it's going to take even longer now, like I said, because the studio's been gutted even more. Uh, so, the multiplayer, I think, is fun. If you are new to Halo, I think you're going to have a bit of a hard time. Especially now at this point, I feel like the people who are still playing it are people who are really into Halo. So, I just tried picking it up again recently, and I'm decent at Halo multiplayer, and I was getting crushed. I was like, okay, this is, uh, I feel like these lobbies are getting extra sweaty. So, I don't know if you care too much to do the competitive. I think overall it is good for Halo. It's just, it, I think it's just kind of dying, though. I mean, but, can't you go uh, back I mean, and play music. the old old multiplayers? Um, you can. Master Chief Collection must... still still very lively. I said probably just go back and play those multiplayers instead. Those still hold up very well. I still yeah. have a lot of fun with those. But uh, let's get into the music, though. The music, I think, once again, is very Halo. It's very good. But I don't think they've hit the music as good as it is doesn't hit as hard because the Halo, the Halo Infinite lacks the Halo moments. Yeah, I agree. Like when those, like I said, moments of you fighting a scarab, like going in these big epic battles, you charging the beaches and the silent cartographer, like when the music kicks in on those moments, it's awesome. The music is elevated. The gameplay is elevated. And in this, like, yeah, the music will kick in. But the fact that an epic gameplay moment isn't happening it just doesn't hit as hard. Yeah. But the voice acting, though, I think is good. I know we were talking about it a little bit. Like, I agree with you, Liz. I felt like they should have wrote Echo a little better because I think he's a fantastic writer. Yeah. Um, oh, but I wanted to ask you, Keith. I know we kind of glossed a little bit with the uh, graphics. Was there uh, anything you guys wanted to complain about with the graphics? Oh, dear. Look at Andrew's face. What? Well, because I feel like in almost every game, it's always you two. I always complain about this thing. Oh, the teeth? The teeth. And at this time, I actually agree with you. For me, it was the weapon's teeth. I don't know if it was just me, but yeah. it seemed like she was always curling the left side of her cheek, and her teeth are always just kind of bare. Well, I, then the the villain, you kept saying, like, I feel like he would just, like, cut his lips all the yeah, time. Yeah, anytime he was talking, I could not focus on anything else besides his teeth. <laughs> his teeth are so weird. Just digging I, I agree. Lips. Yeah. There was like so many layers. It was weird. Uh, it's just just pins and needles constantly to him. And it's like, man, no wonder why the guy talks like he has a mouthful of marbles. But yeah, the teeth I thought were kind of weird. I'm sure he's probably Most like of chewing his tongue. Dude. Probably. But his yeah, tongue's probably I, just shreds. I can, I can absolutely see what you're saying. And it didn't... It didn't totally... Like, bother me, I guess. But now, this I, is now weird. it will. I, like, I'm the one bothered by the teeth. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of teeth to look at, you know? It's mostly the weapons. And, yeah, so that's why, for me, I didn't notice as much because, I mean, it, you can't really mess up, like, fictional teeth, you know? It can look like whatever it wants. Like, if you look at, like, vampire <laughs> teeth throughout, like, TV shows um, over the decades, th- I mean, there's a lot you can do with it. It's not just, like, two pointy fangs all the time. So, yeah. I I don't know. Man, this is weird. Yeah. This is a first. No, I yeah, I and I agree on the sci-fi teeth. You can do whatever you want. They're aliens, but yeah, the the <laughs> the weapon. Yeah, she had weird teeth. I, I, it, I don't. To disagree. me, it was how she always curled her lip. I don't know if that's how the actress actually talks. I don't know. She's just I don't know. smiling way too big all the time. Yeah, it was like a constant smirk. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I kind of took that weird. partly as like because she's a like because she's an AI, so just like a weird computer program thing. She hasn't maybe she hasn't yeah. learned emotions yet. But I, I like the voice acting because I liked even though you guys were complaining about the weapons kind of making cracking wise jokes and stuff like that. I felt like it made the gameplay more lively because she talks a significant amount to Master Chief. And Master Chief actually talks back to her. So I liked the continuing banter. It's not just me going through same looking gray hallways just to hearing enemies screaming the entire time. It, well, it does add that it, this because of the fact that it's not a linear game. You need to find other ways to do it. So I think you're right that it, it needed that ability to have them just back and forth. Um, Again, I think it was the writing though that kind of messed it up. Like I, I mean, I like the way that she was, but I just think that the writing just made it kind of bad. So for me, like I, I do agree with you, and everything you said about the audio, I agree with when it yeah. comes to the voice actors, the music. I mean, I still just I think I think more than anything, my favorite of the grunts, and I know I said it earlier, but I don't know if you like I don't know if you had any in particular that you caught or were your favorite lines. But there was one of them in particular that he yells something about kill them all except the ones that we like. And then I think there's another where <laughs> well, I crashed my vehicle in front of them. And he said something about how, how many of us drive vehicles, but how bad we all are at it still. And I thought it was interesting that they actually had dialogue. And maybe it was a, maybe that was a weird coincidence, but I'm pretty sure it was like a reactionary dialogue. So I thought that was actually kind of cool that they had I them thought that, that happened to me too. I thought I thought it was imagining it, so I'm glad no. that you said that, Keith. The grunts are very fun in this game, because uh, also too, there's propaganda towers, yeah, that are littered around the world, and they're constantly just giving insults to the humans. And a lot of the dialogue he says are really funny, because even too, when you start getting near the end, he starts like apologizing to you to like, please don't come after me and kill me. Like I'm really <laughs> sorry. Like he starts to become like more sympathetic. It's actually really funny. I, I the grunts are always so good in Halo. The writing of them is just is always really funny. And, and you didn't do the party thing where like they like the, the grunt birthday party. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do it this time around. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even have the the skull for it. I don't. I don't think I found a single skull. I think you naturally have like the skull modifiers, but there are still skulls that are hidden that you can find. Okay. Oh. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't turn that one on either. Oh, they're they're pretty well hidden. When you look up the list of like where they are, they're like in a random corner that you have to grapple up way up high and like in these scaffoldings. Yeah. They're, they're pretty well hidden. All right. Well, that makes me feel not, better that I didn't miss Yeah. Anything. You're not going to really stumble on a loose one. Andrew, uh, something I'm really surprised about with the achievements. So there's a 2020 gamer score that you can get and you were only at 1060 with 91 out of 144 achievements. You love Halo so much. I just thought that it would be higher. So do you think that the achievements are hard? Or you just or was there a lot no. of multiplayer ones? There's, there's a good amount of multiplayer ones. There are some difficult ones. I mean, every Halo always has like a couple challenging ones. Um, such as beating the game on Legendary with all the skulls activated. Uh, which I know was kind of an easier achievement to get. Because there is a hidden gun called the Scarab Gun. It literally shot like a Scarab tank really rapidly. But I think they got rid of it. Like... Everyone was enjoying this this secret gun, and 343 is like, yeah, we're going to get rid of it. It's like, why would you do that? The community loves it. But yeah, the achievements overall, like, they're not too hard. Uh, for achievement hunters, you can get quite a bit just playing it. Like I said, it's an open world game, so there's a lot of achievements of collecting all the things, doing all the activities, what have you. 
But as far as an open world game goes, this isn't a very large open world. Once you kind of get near the end and you get a flying craft, you can just go to each point, do it real quick. Next one, next one. Like you can knock them out very quickly. So no, I think it's, I think it's worth your time if you're an achievement hunter. But uh, no, the achievements are relatively fun. Keith, you came in second with 320 and 37 achievements. And I came in last, 280 with 27 achievements, which that's kind of crazy to me that we're 40 gamer score apart with it, but you have 10 more achievements than me. Well, and the biggest reason, honestly, is you actually probably have a lot more than I do in the campaign. I think I had, I, I there is a way I can, you can look at them by date. And so I could tell you what the cutoff is, but I would venture probably about only half of the achievements that I have now were got on this playing. I think a bunch of them were from just like random multiplayer things. Yeah. So I, I, you are, you're probably further than I am, Liz. Okay. Oh, but there is uh, one gripe I want to bring up with the multiplayer. I don't think you can 1,000 th- uh, this game, or 100% it, I should say, since it's over 2,000 gamer score. There's some uh, multiplayer achievements. Like, one is to revive a teammate. There's literally no game mode right now, I think at the moment. They might have added it, but you can't revive teammates. So they put an achievement for you to be able to revive teammates, but they don't give you the ability to revive your teammates. So they literally have an achievement that you can't get. Oh, that is, that's ridiculous. That's what I mean. Like they, they had such big plays for the multiplayer, but it's so bare bones. And they never went back and were like, yeah, I, let's, let's uh, fix it. Not that I've heard. I wonder if they have some that are broken though. Cause I got one randomly that popped up for me that says something about doing something in a match made game, but I was playing solo on campaign. So I don't really know. Oh, I think that happened to me once too when i first played this when it came out so maybe it was just like strange wording or something but it seemed odd to me that yeah it said it was for a match made game and i wasn't in a match are you sure you're not thinking the master chief collection because a lot of those achievements are they they say that either do this in single player or this in match made game mode nope working remote picked up a weapon using the grapple shot in a match made game I I, yeah, I had I just mean, grappled a weapon. I mean, it's it's a thing I had done. Single player, yeah. And, but it just it just seemed strange to me. So, huh. weird. But uh, yeah. I guess we can get our final thoughts here. Uh, I guess I'll go first. So, like I said, for me, I'm I'm sorry if I sounded harsh. I like I said, I think Halo Infinite is the best three four three Halo. This is still a lot of fun. It's just for a hardcore fan been a long time fan of the series from reading some of the books, TV shows, everything I've, I've spent a lot of time in Halo next to mass effect. Halo has the best, one of the best sci-fi worlds in lore. And it, to me, I just feel like three, four, three has done such an abysmal job with the lore and the story. I think the gameplay elements that they've done and changed are a nice evolution. Like obviously it's supposed to be their Halo now. Like you can kind of change things up Still make it feel Halo. I still, to me, this feels like Halo with some new toys. The grappling hook is a ton of fun. It's a nice addition. I enjoyed the open world. I just wanted Halo moments. I'm glad they fixed things with the campaign. Because before, if you did a mission, you couldn't go back and redo that mission. But they've patched that where now you can. So you can redo old missions if you want. So you're not having to restart a whole new file. So I like that. The multiplayer definitely, you know, 
there's tons of people out there who talked it to death. There's issues with the multiplayer. Yes. I won't go into full tangent of it. Oh, but real quick, I'm going to say, I do not think Halo needed a battle Royale. Halo has always been an arena shooter and it's perfectly fine the way it is. They just, I think Halo multiplayer mostly failed is because they just, it was so bare bones. Like how do you not have a team slayer mode? That is just a big miss. But uh, no, I don't think he needed Battle Royale. I'm glad you threw that in there, uh, knowing full well that Max does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I know so many people are like, this game failed because it was Battle Royale. No, and that, it's, it's good it didn't have a Battle Royale. Because honestly, I, I, I think Battle Royales are, are starting to fade out. You know, you just got your core ones now. You know, your Fortnite, your Apex Legends, your Call of Duty. Like, I feel like at this point, anytime there's a new game with a Battle Royale, it's just going to get, it gets kind of brushed aside. There's... You know, you got your big ones. They've kind of dominated. You don't need them anymore. I'm I'm kind of getting sick of Battle Royales. I have my Apex Legends and that's it. I don't want another one. But um, anyway, back to a little tangent over. But yeah, so overall, I think Halo Infinite's a lot of fun. Uh, to me, it's just, this is a good 83. It's, it's the best 343, but it doesn't beat the worst Bungie Halo. Okay, okay. I wish I I wish I went back and looked at what I gave Halo on other games. Um, I do this all the time when we're playing some sort of <laughs> sort of a list of games. I just I just like you guys try to go back and be like, I need to give it better than this one. To I me, was I just, thinking the same thing, where it's just like I I, I mean I I, I, I don't back. go back and look, so I I don't. Care I always just but... feel in my heart what the score is. I, I like I could just know. Well, this is a good eighty-three. Well, yeah. So I don't know. I guess. The thing is, for me, I, I, if I'm rating Halo Infinite as a as an individual work of a game, and I know that's what we do, yada yada yada, but I, if <laughs> if I'm taking it out of the Halo series, <clears throat> because I, I I think it's hard to play any Halo game, obviously, and not associate it with the series because of you know, the obvious lore reasons. But even still, it's just it's all the full experience and all and all of that fun stuff. But I don't I don't play many Halos and I don't really care much about all of it. It's never been a thing I've been into. This is the most fun I've had playing a Halo game, at least from a campaign solo perspective. There was sure moments I was frustrated, I didn't really like what I was doing, but adding the open world aspect to it made it just drastically more fun. I, I liked these games and, and the only thing I was missing is that it wasn't Shadow of War and it kinda of made me want to play Shadow of War again. Um, but that said, it's really kind of weird. I, it, it is. I played Halo and I want to play Shadow War. It is, but honestly, I, I, it felt like it could have just been a modded version of Shadow of War if it just had the Nemesis system. Um, and, and I think this game would probably be in the nineties for me if it did. Um, but that said, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think much about it, but you pointing out the Halo moments is definitely a valid point. But for someone like me, who's not a big Halo fan outside of, I, I respect and appreciate those moments for what they are. I didn't care about losing them, but I, I, I think it stinks. Sure. Um, all that to say, I, I would go, I'm going to go 86 and just, to, and just to annoy you, 86 and three forty thirds to appreciate <sighs> three, four, three studios and the wonderful work <laughs> they did. Three forty thirds. Oh, so stupid. To appreciate the wonderful uh, work done by three, four, three studios and all the fine people there who are going to hire me and get me to get the Nemesis system somehow. 
I don't I don't know how I'm going to do it, but just, what what would they hire you for, Keith? Getting the nemesis system. That's it. You just you just gonna that's gonna be one job is to negotiate a deal with mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. To I'm get. just gonna start calling every day. Like, do you know how to get to the nemesis system? And hey, Keith again. <laughs> it's just me. Hey, um, just wondering, just wondering still if you want to give us that. Um, maybe start making. You also want to rename it to the Keith system? That would be appreciated. <laughs> I could start doing some cold calls. Like I said, just I don't know, maybe some PI type of work. See if there's anybody who can lead me to it. <laughs> we'll figure we'll figure out the details, but as long as it involves a six figure salary, I'm in. <laughs> six figure salary for you to get the deficit system. All right, that's good. I like that this year so far, Keith has like a seventy two point one, a ninety one and three quarters, eighty six and three forty thirds. It this is this is the uh, the year of Keith just making up wild numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awful. He's just really give it up. <laughs> I've given up on on rating. I talk enough about games. Numbers are hard. <laughs> um. So I'm really struggling because I was thinking like 79, but I think that's too low compared to the other games that I've. Because I was like, actually, like I have my list here, and I'm just like, I gave Civilization Six a 75. I can't give it a 79. Um. So I think I'm just gonna give it like around 80. Um, I don't like the way I'm scoring this year um, because I I just didn't really get excited to play it. And that's kind of like the big thing for me where especially because like um, our daughter right now is like sometimes not napping anymore. So I think she's like transitioning out of that. So I get even less time to play games. And with that, I wasn't like, oh, man, I got to hop on and play Halo. And so I I think that a little bit of the magic is is gone with this game so for me i just think like imagine if they took like the they, they had the graphics and stuff that they have now and did it with the old games you know um but anyways yeah so um looking at metacritic series x 87 and 7.9 and um xbox one tbd and 6.2 no silent co-host uh, silent force do you know, there were there were like 27 pages like Five six hundred reviews. I went through a bunch of the pages and I didn't find them, and uh, I give up. That's fair. I did. I I did give effort, but yeah. No, I I respect that. Uh oh, but um, I I know like a lot of people complained about it, but I didn't really notice too much. If you guys noticed, but Halo Infinite's rated teen. Most of the other Halos are rated M, but I never thought like this game needed to be rated M. Like I always felt like they were. Relatively tame. They had some blood. But yeah, in this one, there's no blood. Not even from, like, the aliens. Mm. So, I think you could kind of play this in front of kids. It's just kind of shooting. Like it, I it's, wouldn't it's play violent. in front of, like, a toddler. Like, because we have a toddler. Because I, I, she might be scared of the... Maybe. The, the big boss guy. Yeah, I don't think they're too scary. I don't know. He's talking about how deal. he's going to kill you. If you can understand him. I don't <laughs> but know. But I guess you're right. Uh, but yeah, this one is rated teen. And teen, then, uh, yeah. Teen's uh, fine. Um, I also forgot to mention, too, this is a pretty decent xCloud game. Halo Infinite has a really good autosave, so if you're playing this in xCloud, it's it's not that bad. First-person shooters are always kind of iffy with xCloud, but I, I felt like the shooting is, is nice in Halo that you can get away with it pretty well on xCloud. Oh, we didn't but even yeah. talk about the driving. I just... Oh yeah, I I just... Well, I did mention a little bit that I was really bad at it, and I took some some clips. 
Yeah, I I was just I don't know. It just hit me that we, I, it's the best thing about I think any Halo game is that no matter what they do, no matter what they improve, graphics, audio, dialogue, gameplay, the driving always feels like it was built on PlayStation Two, and it's the first time anyone has ever put driving physics into a game. But it's also so smooth at the same time and it makes no sense but i love it it's, you lost me at smooth it, i agreed with the rest no, no there's something i think the driving smooth it is like i just you, think the world is lumpy it's i felt like it was so easy to flip yeah but it but it always just cracks me up though too because again there's everything has this sense of realism but you have a guy who's just sitting there with his like leaned in on the back of the warthog and it does a 16 barrel roll and he just stays leaning against the side of the truck and never reacts except for maybe going, whoa. <laughs> Actually, that was one of the clips I took. He goes, this is going to be bad. And then the truck exploded and he launched into the atmosphere. <laughs> and it was, it was incredible. And did he go, whoa. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> well, and that's an, actually another one of the, the ragdoll graphics in this game are incredible as well. Same thing. Everything's so incredibly realistic. And then the wackiest ragdoll effects. The amount of times oh, yeah. my Let's body was picture just of one guy who, spinning in the midair. Like, yeah. Let's take like one of that or like a guy who like you shot in the head and you just kind of stood there. Remember that screenshot you did? No? I don't remember. After so wacky. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why they they can't fix this. Or they just choose not to, and I kind of hope they just choose not to because it's entertaining and it and it doesn't make sense, but I love it. I I like it. I just wish the world was a little more smooth because I found it to be so lumpy. You, you drive anything and you're just flipping everywhere on like the simplest things. But yeah, I think that's enough of this. Yeah, I just so, have to uh, talk thank about you that. again so much, Mythical Maker. Recommend we play Halo Infinite. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, please email us at gamepassgrabbing at gmail.com. Or hit us on our Facebook, Twitter, GBGBPod, or go to our link tree. We also have a Discord. Come by and say hi, chat with us. We always love hearing from you all. Uh, I'm in your hardcore gamer, Stangy. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I've been Keith, and it's a recommendation week, so Mythical Maker. Nine out of ten for you this week. Good job. Ooh. Ooh, high praise. I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. I'm new. Oh, sorry, Liz, I cut you off. Oh, that's okay. And I'm Liz Noob Gamer Tech, Kavanam Dean, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Liz Noob Noob is EW. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.